listening there to the Korean song The Waiting Heart. A particularly poignant moment recently when Hungarian conductor Ivan Fischer led his Budapest Festival Orchestra in song, performing that very piece of music here in Seoul as we've been remembering the victims of a tragic boat sinking on the Danube River in the Hungarian capital. Uh, let's now welcome Ivan Fischer on the line. Thank you very much for taking the time. Pleasure. Thank you. It was touching that this tragedy became such a strong theme for your tour. Can you tell us a bit more about your own feelings um, when this happened just a few weeks before your trip to this country with the orchestra? This was an unbelievable tragedy. I I really imagined the pain of people who came from so far visiting uh, Europe, visiting uh, Budapest. And Budapest is a very beautiful city, and this happened in the most beautiful part of the of a Danube trip. Something I've done many times. And then suddenly, uh, in a few seconds, everything turns into the worst tragedy. People losing their lives and struggling to survive in an impossible situation. I, I don't think I've ever seen a more terrible tragedy. And this happened in the city I was born, which I love, with the Korean people, who I have a very strong emotional contact with. So I was really shaken. What was the idea to perform The Waiting Heart? We we heard at the time that it was linked to this idea of still waiting for those unaccounted for. But there's um, this waiting process, I guess, for anyone who's grieving and mourning, waiting for life to to come back to some sense of normality and, and, and for some people that never happens in their lifetime I was looking for a piece which really expresses the feelings of the person who lost somebody you know when you lose somebody so suddenly and so unexpectedly Somehow you don't believe in it because it's so unrealistic. So this feeling of waiting for your loved one to come back, even if it's not realistic, it stays with you. And the feeling that you are waiting, waiting in a hopeless waiting feeling needs to be expressed by music. And if music expresses it, it makes it easier for you to to bear that feeling. And that is what I was looking for, and that's why I chose this Korean song and asked the orchestra to learn it and sing it in Korean. It's quite unusual, isn't it, for members of a, an orchestra to sing rather than play their instruments? Well, I'm fortunate because the Budapest Festival Orchestra is one of the most... Uh, creative and innovative orchestras in the world and we often do sing we find singing important but you are right it's unusual for an orchestra and then to learn in korean did did everyone manage that okay well everybody was so uh, happy to at least express something of of their sympathy so 
so we just took time to learn the Korean words and also we learned what it means so the musicians know what they are singing about. A Korean death toll of, of 26 was uh, tragically high. There were a couple of uh, Hungarian tragic deaths as well uh, of crew members. Uh, that Korean number includes those unaccounted for. But uh, did you have a chance to connect with any of the relatives of those who were lost? I was hoping that maybe some of the relatives could attend the concerts. I don't know them personally. Um, but the, it, it's so difficult. I don't know which city they live in. Mm-hmm. Also, practically all the concerts were sold out before we came. So it, this was difficult to organize. I think um, what I could do is not more than a symbolic gesture, and I don't want to overestimate it. It's simply to express my own feelings and feelings of the orchestra, and I hope it represents the feelings of many people in Hungary. Well, it, it does seem to. Uh, and music also transcends time and space, as witnessed by the fact that we were very moved by the sight of Hungarians gathering near the Margaret Bridge on the River Danube not long after the sinking, singing the Korean folk song Arirang, which was really, I, I thought, going far beyond what we would have expected to see. Well, it's important to know that this tragedy really opened the, the heart and the sympathy of many Hungarians. We find it terrible that it happened, also because these people were our guests. They came to visit us, and during this visit... Um, they had to die in a ter- terrible accident. It, it is something which really moves Hungarians. Switching our attention to the performances themselves, uh, the public in Korea has been especially excited to see the pianist Cho Sung Jin join your orchestra performing Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number no. 1. That's something that would have got some attention even without uh, the, the tragic tones that we've been describing. Can you tell us a bit more about this collaboration with Cho and how significant that's been for you? Very important. He's one of the greatest talents of the young generation. I have worked with him before, uh, actually in Berlin, in Germany, and I know him well. He's an incredible talent, fantastically musical, sensitive artist who is technically absolutely perfect. I mean, one of the best pianists. He's only, I think, around 25 years old. So I expect a lot of him in the future. It's very encouraging to hear young people making strides in a world that's timeless but goes back so long that obviously uh, it can sometimes be viewed as being somewhat antiquated uh, and out of touch with the youth of today. I feel like you've gone the extra mile though to connect with young people for example with your so-called Coco concerts for young children. Can you tell us a bit more about them? We do various new concert types to find a good communication to the young generation the Coco concerts, what you mentioned, are for small children between the age of 5 to 10. 
and they are designed to give them the first concert experience. And we play usually shorter works because the, the concentration ability is different in that young age. You, sh you don't want to play too long or too complex music or something which involves too many people. Mm. We prefer to let them hear one instrument or two instruments, but not much more, and short works. And I explain it a little bit, but it's not lecturing. It's just finding a way to ask them what they should listen to. And it is extremely popular. And similarly, we have other concert types, for example, for teenagers, young students. And uh, it's a long-term effort to create new types of concerts for the young generation. Again, really encouraging. But I honestly feel that I'm in the five to ten year old bracket in terms of attention span. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I have a huge admiration for your your art. But on the other hand, if I go to a concerto and I have no idea what I'm listening to, or I've never heard a piece of music before... Then I, then I feel a little bit like, well, how long does this go on for? Um, one thing that you do, though, that I think that would be so helpful for me in that situation is, is you sometimes interact with the audience. And if I had um, a conductor turn around and say to me what to look out for in this next piece of music, I feel like that would engage me so much more, a bit like going to an art gallery, an exhibition of an artist I'm not familiar with, and, and, and getting an explanation. It, it just enriches the whole experience. What, what are your views on, on, on connecting, even with an older audience that's just not too familiar? Once I did an interesting experiment with the Concertgebouw Orchestra in Amsterdam, we recorded um, Beethoven symphonies um, on DVD, so it has a video recording, and we added a commentary by me. So I, I'm listening to the music, sitting in an armchair, and occasionally making remarks about what is interesting in the music. A little bit like a guide in a museum. Yeah. Do. Now, and then they published it, in a, in a very interesting technological solution. So you can listen to the video and switch it on or off. So people who don't want the commentaries would like to hear the piece, they can simply switch off that uh, layer. And it became quite popular. It's probably too new to be, to be well-known completely internationally. It was an experiment. I think we did it a little more than a year ago. And it's extremely popular there with, with those audiences. So what you are saying is actually a, a, a very good idea that some people appreciate a few comments, like, listen to this, now this happens, and then, then your attention is guided in yes. the music. Yeah, I, I know I would appreciate that hugely. We don't get taught these things automatically at school, and if we do, sometimes we switch off. So um, it, it's something that we have to take the time to appreciate. If, if the experts like yourselves can meet us halfway, I'm sure it will only expand the audience and appreciation. I just want to say again, Ivan Fisher, because you're joining us at a really unfortunate 
time as well, but it's so appreciated the way in which you have taken time to make the victims' families feel recognised in the wake of that Danube River tragedy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Very nice to talk to you. Goodbye.